We are already rolling. Holman, welcome back. Oh, Where were you exactly? Thank you. On the road for the past seven days. Yeah, you were in Detroit doing some Motor Trend uh, business, right? Oh, uh, yeah. I was in Detroit at the beginning of the week doing some uh, some corporate business. Okay. And then uh, I was in the desert for the uh, week. Did you make the company a bunch of money? Uh, yeah, we get to keep doing this, so that's good. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. All right, high five then on uh, that. Uh, high right. five! <laughs> um, and then I uh, went out to uh, the desert with my pops. He and I have been going on the same trip. It's my 25th anniversary of going, but this uh, three-generational gathering in the desert of about uh, 25 to 35 people has been going on. This is the 48th year. You're kidding me. No, it's awesome. We called it our, our gold rush. So Who you, started it before you? Uh, it was my, my dad's best friend's dad Okay. Uh, in high school. And uh, they all went out as, uh, you know, college kids and dirt bike riding and gold paint. He owned a, uh, a mining claim out in the middle of the desert. Okay. And they call it Gold Rush. Oh, this and is out by where, kind of by where you and I went off-roading yeah, a couple of months back. Yeah, okay. yeah, kind of by Randsburg. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so anyway, there's a gold mine claim out there, and then we go once a year. And uh, it's great. We uh, we shoot things. We blow things up. <laughs> we eat a lot of meat. Ask Sean P. Holman, <laughs> if you saw me, I did a... 28 ribeyes I cooked at once for our entire crew. On what on type of apparatus? We have grills. Grills in the desert. Charcoal. Okay. The way it should be. Man, cooking meat over an open <laughs> flame, lightning, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you don't. Okay, No, I don't. No, <laughs> no, wait a minute. So I, there was something that you're leaving out there. There were some movies that you guys watched. Can we talk about that? No. Oh, we can't talk about that? No. All right, let's just, we'll just blow right past that. Yeah, there's, enter, there's entertainment. Hey, entertainment, have, yeah, okay. It was fun. We have a- uh, What kind of entertainment do you have out there? We got some audio. We got some, uh, we got some visual. Oh. Okay. So, so you take, are you taking like Bluetooth speakers out there and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. Playing like Skinnerd and whatnot? All sorts of stuff. Like okay. That. Yeah, we have All bonfires. Right. We have explosives. Okay. We have fireworks. Ooh, but check this out. Our uh, our mine claim is between China Lake uh, Naval uh, Weapons Station up out by uh, Ridgecrest mm-hmm. and Edwards Air Force Base. And so we get flyovers over our camp every year. And so this year, and you never know what you're going to get. We day, see, day or night? Uh, usually in the morning. Okay. Sometimes in the afternoon, never at night. And we get a, a, a wide variety. We saw uh, Stealth Fighter F-35 was, mm-hmm. was out there this year. Uh, we had F-18, I'm assuming from China, you know, Naval uh, Weapons uh, Station because that's a Navy base and they they fly F-18s. And then we had an Eagle come by. The Eagle is the best. There's two Hornets. What's that, an Eagle? Uh, F-15. Okay. So the Hornets were one canyon over just at the top of the hills. And so we saw them. We could hear them, but they were, you know, probably half a mile away from us. Hmm. An Eagle came through camp and then did this, like, crazy turn. And we're like, where is he? Where is he? Is he coming back? And they came down about 100 feet lower no. and just right, right over your camp. Yeah, and it was awesome. So how low? Like 500 foot? Lower. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Like, So if you live in a town that has a police helicopter, they usually fly at 500 feet, right? So that's sort of – it was lower than that. Maybe okay. 300 feet? Like right over camp. And it's funny because the uh, when the Hornets went by, they weren't – they were they were cruising like maybe 300 miles an hour, right? And it wasn't – but the Eagle came by the first time. He was cruising. He kind of dips his wing, looks at us. And then he came back, and it was like, whoa, and everybody's now, wait, cheering. So is, is, it, is it fast enough and low enough to, to cause, like, a windstorm, like a no, gush no, no. by you? No, no, okay. no, but what's weird is you can't hear them until they're right on top of you. Okay. And then we're out there. You know, we've got guns, and we're shooting and doing all that kind of right. stuff. But and not when they're flying by. Yeah, you're, like, lifting your guns, and you're, yeah, and you're, oh, I probably shouldn't do that. That's <laughs> no. probably a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we've seen all sorts of uh, B-2 stealth bombers have flown over, the B-1s. We've seen some of the test aircraft out of Edwards. So it's a really cool place because you'll just be – you know, either digging for gold in the in the gold mine, or you'll just be listening to music, or you know, hanging out, reading a book, or whatever. You know, everybody is. We have um, 
uh, hillbilly golf. Yeah. Where you've got like uh, two golf balls on a string. Okay. And then there's a PVC pipe gate that you make that has three levels. And so right. wrapping it around one is one point. <laughs> so that's pretty fun. We have horseshoes out there. But the best is Saturday. We've been doing this for like probably 30 years. Mm-hmm. Desert golf. Desert golf. We set up a nine-hole course in the middle of the desert up and around the wash. And so we've got golf flags, and they're surrounded with rocks so they don't move. Okay. And you have to be, to get a hole, you have to be within a club length of that pin. All right. And then we have tees, and you can use like uh, shell casings. Uh, We do foursomes, all pitching wedges. And uh, they're par three courses, and my team won nine under par this year. Oh, wow. That's some amazing shots. But the thing about <laughs> Desert Golf is it how, has How no, big is this course? Uh, if you walk the whole thing, it's probably half a mile. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty good spread size. out. Yeah, all, right, all right. over this wash. Okay. And, but what's awesome is I don't care how good of a golfer you are, you may drop something, it hits a rock, and the golf ball, <laughs> dude, and it's just the most frustrating thing. So some years you'll be like, Five over, and other years will be five under, and this year we just had, we got a hole in one. Okay. Anyone get hit by a golf ball? uh, No, but we yell four a lot, and everybody's out there drinking anyway, right? Because you're a bunch of guys in the desert. So it's just, it's an awesome man weekend. I get to to bond with my dad. Uh, A lot of our friends, family friends, sort of the the guys I consider my second dads or uncles are out there. Well, thanks for inviting me. I appreciate that. Very kind of you. You're not family. You're uh, you're just a co-worker. Yeah. Oh, what a dick. You you wouldn't have come (laughs) if I invited you. You don't have a truck. You know what? You would not have been able to get there. Well, I would have, yeah. I would have you in the back seat. You could have ridden with us. Yes. You know what I was doing? What? Something way cooler. That's not true. I was do- I was laying in bed sick as a dog. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was doing. Yeah, that doesn't sound good at all. No, it wasn't fun at all. Uh, you sounded horrible earlier in the week. When, I uh, felt like ass. So I was in Mexico, and I survived that. <laughs> then <laughs> two days after returning from Mexico, I got sick as a dog. And you realize the, inc- the uh, incubation period is like about two days, right? Did you eat something on the I, way out of town? I wasn't throwing up anything like that. Okay. It was, I still, you can kind of hear it. It's an, mm-hmm. yeah, I had a head I cold. Definitely hear it. And uh, I've just been maybe got on the airplane, coughing up loogies, and it's it just gross. Been, yeah, yeah. yeah so that's that's super gross. We should probably get into the show rather than talking about my health. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, I don't want to be that ninety-year-old like, oh man, I had gallstones. <laughs> and then you know? my knee popped. Yeah, who knew we got so old and our uh, joints popped? All right, we got a lot to get to, but the first thing I want to play you some audio because we need to talk to the guy who did this. Stay in it. That right there, hold on, is a Winnebago doing donuts. <laughs> and that <laughs> is it turning over on its side. Oh, womp, womp, womp. <laughs> All right, but first we have to uh, thank our sponsors. So we got to get to uh, Nissan and let them know that we appreciate them. Yes, we do. And if you're in the market for a brand new truck, especially a half ton Titan or the half ton plus Titan XD, with like that blue coven. one out in the parking lot at Motor Trend, what is up with that? And how do I get that? Uh, we just need to call our friend. That's the most gorgeous Nissan Titan I've yeah. ever seen. Well, we pull in the parking lot and there's a Nissan Titan sitting there, and Lightning's like, How do I get to drive that? I'm Dude, like, we just call our it's friends at Nissan. Gorgeous. We'll make it happen. All right. It's all good. So, five yeah. year, 100,000 mile warranty. The best in the business. All sorts of cool stuff like Titan boxes and the new Fender audio system, the zero gravity seats. And then also, we can't forget our friends over at Decked. And by the way, I'm curious to follow up with Greg and see if anyone won that Jason Aldean contest. That already, they would have given that away already, like a week and a half ago, right? Yeah, right. So okay. uh, we'll, have to, we'll have to follow up with those guys on we that. We should call the winner after they've gone to the Ooh, Jason Aldean like contest. Yeah, to, the, right. to the concert. Well, we'll follow up yeah. with Greg on that and see uh, see what's going on. But if you uh, are looking for a storage solution for all that loose stuff that you have rattling around in your bed, like uh, baseballs, um, no, like mortars. No, no, like you. Uh, you had golf clubs. Golf clubs? Yep. And uh, um, what else did you have? Uh, beagles. 
Beagles. Um, and uh, what else would you have? Rocks? No, you what did you have? What did you have in the desert? What did you? What was rolling around the back of your truck in the desert? Uh, nothing, because I secure my loads. But I had, uh, I had. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Oh, oh, man. That's what she said. <laughs> and uh, and yeah. So anyway, I uh, had guns. Mm-hmm. I had uh, my my ARB fridge. So the deck is a uh, perfect system to store and lock your guns, or your golf clubs, or your golf clubs, or your tools. Yeah, or your toe straps. Yep, or any of those things. So uh, decked.com, That's where you need to go. Let's start the show. The truck show. We're gonna show you what we know. We have the lowered and everything in between. We'll talk about trucks that run on diesel and the ones that run on gasoline. The truck show, the truck show, the truck show, whoa, whoa. It's the truck show with your hosts, Lightning and Holman. We look like such fools singing along like that every single week. Yeah, but it's just us. Nobody sees it, so it's fine. It's totally fine. All right, so are we going to dial and smile here? Are we going to talk to a Dirthead Dave oh. from uh, <laughs> yeah, Dave Chappelle from Dirt Every Day? Here, so, so let's watch this again. Hold on, one second. Well, you guys, no, let's do it with him on the phone. No, no, we'll no, no, no I want to do it again now. Stay in it, stay in it. Yes. Really short wheelbase, Winnebago from like the seventies, making a right hand turn on the track. It lands up on its left hand on its driver's side. Dude, that sounded like a uh, foley artist (laughs) (laughs) making noises over there. It just does this. So (laughs) I was, uh, I got back from the desert and I was looking through my uh, my my Instagram feed because you know I was out in the desert and I kind of wanted to see what was going on in the world. And all of a sudden, I see this post. And I'm like intrigued because LS Fest is going on. So I have a bunch of friends who have trucks there. One of my buddies has a. No, we missed LS Fest. You missed LS Fest. I missed, oh my gosh. So <laughs> I was out of town. If you guys don't know what LS Fest is, it's put on by Holly, and it is in Las Vegas at the Motor Speedway there, huge Motor Speedway, and it's that's just what the name implies. It's the LS Fest. Yeah. If you're into LS engines or anything powered by an LS, it's there, and it's become a huge, huge show. Well, and I had friends with F100s with LS swaps in it, so there's all sorts of cool stuff I was watching on some of their feeds with... Uh, uh, you know, non-Chevy vehicles having LS swaps, and it's everything LS. Well, I recognized a certain uh, Winnebago you might know as the off-roader home from Dirt Every Day. <laughs> and That's I'm, right. Oh, yeah, because it's got the, what are they, 35s on there? No, it's like 42s. Are they really? Yes. 42s? They didn't look, okay. All yeah, right. They're massive. Okay. And uh, I see uh, I see our friend Dirthead Dave's uh, Instagram. And he's doing donuts, and I go, this is fun. I want to see the Winnebago do donuts. And I'm like, ooh, it looks like it got up on two wheels. Oh, he stopped. Oh, he's doing more. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> and so I think that means we need to call Dave up. So his quote on this Instagram post, and if you guys want to see this, go to dirthead underscore Dave. Dirthead underscore Dave. And this one, the the uh, his caption is, I like how a little toilet water spits out of the vent. Oh. All right, we got to call him. <laughs> Hello. Mr. Dave Chappelle, Lightning and Holman Truck Show Podcast. Hold on, dude. We need to uh, play your intro. Pull up a stool. Pull up a stool and share. Pull up a stool and share a story. Pull up a stool and share. How about you pull up a stool and share with us? So, uh, Dave. 
Dave. Uh, I was scrolling through the old Instagrizzle this afternoon, and uh, I saw this I really, <laughs> this really cool I, I, uh, Winnebago. I, I think we broke the internet. Today. <laughs> yes, you did. Uh, you, we saw this. Stay in it. Stay in it. Yes. Yep. And it's making a left-hand turn, a right-hand turn, and. Yeah. And it goes down on the driver's side. But it had a nice slide. It wasn't It wasn't down as soon as it hit the ground. It kept going for a minute. Oh, it did slide <laughs> oh, for a few feet there? Oh, man. Yeah. So, uh, it, was pretty, it was pretty great. There was a nice uh, big rectangle impression on the asphalt, and then the motorhome actually landed about 20 feet from there. Oh, so oh. Like, like, like the lines around a dead body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, Dave, I have to ask you, um, did the armrest of the captain's chair keep you behind the wheel, or were you flung asunder inside the old off-roader home? <laughs> no, no. I, uh, we, we were... We, we had this great idea to put an LS7 in the in the off-roader. <laughs> nice. Of course you did. We we were. I'm I'm at the airport in Vegas right oh, now. We we know they're calling home, your. So. We, they're calling out seat assignments right now. We can hear it. Yeah, yeah. They're like back of back of the back of the plane, Dave. Um, we were gonna do an, an episode and it, it kind of went sideways and we didn't get everything in line. So it was like, what can we pull out of our hat and get done quick? So it was like, let's throw an LS in the motorhome and take it to LS Fest. And in true magazine guy fashion, uh, Fred had about a third of the stuff lined up when we got going on <laughs> Of course. Sunday. That's all right. Of course. So I flew down to Fred's house on Sunday, and we got started on it. Um, I think we really got started Monday on this thing, doing this LS swap. And I was like, this thing was sketchy before, so it needs a cage. So I... Uh, I built this totally over-the-top roll cage in there, and we put some Mastercraft seats and real belts in it because it was sketchy before. And those stock swivel seats with, like, the ejector levers were not going to cut it. <laughs> Wait a minute. So, Wait, Dave, so you started this the week before the event? Yeah, yeah. We got it done. <laughs> what's today? Sunday? Yeah. So yeah. we got it done Friday night at midnight. We oh, yeah, we got it done Friday night at midnight and then got up at like 4.30 on Saturday and hauled it to Vegas, showed up a day late like usual. And then uh, yesterday was just like getting the intro and shooting some beauties of it and making it look all good. Glad you camera. did that before the flop, eh, buddy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So today, today it was on. It was like, all right, we built this. We are not car show guys. And uh, it was sort of a spoof on, like, all these other car shows. They, like, do an LS swap and they do a burnout. So that was, like, our only goal was do an LS swap and do a burnout. And then if we could, like, do that, then we were going to try and take it to the off-road course and see how it did over there. Um, uh, you can see by the video that we did a burnout for about 30 seconds. Until it, was on <laughs> it was awesome. You were doing donuts in that thing, and I saw it get up on yeah. two wheels. I'm like, all right, go do yeah. This is yeah. awesome. And I'm like, but that's <laughs> probably not why the video is still going. <laughs> nope. Yeah. And, and Dave, this thing is up on 40s? 42s, right? 42-inch pit bulls. <laughs> <laughs> I want to yeah. know if uh, it broke the Keurig when, uh, when it tipped over. You, the inside of that thing was like scrambled eggs man it was crazy it was the fred tool bag like ended up in the oven (laughs) it was nuts so so it was it was fun it it was it was fun i mean it's it's 
you kind of expect that to happen, but it was pretty crazy when I was like, ah, oh, this is so fun. I'm doing a great, a great job. And then all of a sudden they're like, ah, oh, the asphalt's coming up on my arm real quick. So what happened? It just caught because you were making a right-hand turn and it just that, and you were doing a nice burnout, but then it just hooked yeah. up and sent you like high sided you. Yeah. I kind of high sided it. If you look like I was able to do, so I tried doing a burnout like a few times and it just wouldn't do it. It was pushing through the brakes and it was like, I couldn't get the, I couldn't get the rear tires to break loose because it just kept like dragging through the front brakes and stuff. So Fred jumped out and he bicycled off the uh, hose to the rear brake line. Um, or to the rear axle and so after he vice gripped that off and we weren't getting we didn't get any brake pressure to the back so i was able to finally get the tires to break loose it wouldn't really do it in a straight line so i had to like whip it around a little bit and i got it to burn the tires and we did this first donut and about tipped it over there and uh came out of that and like I was locked one way, went the other way, and then just kind of tried to straighten it out from there, and it just lopped it over on the side. Dave, how long is this motorhome? It looks like a, like a 24-foot or something. It's a 21-foot 21 21. Uh, Winnebago Brave, 1975. With the eyebrow? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like the coolest motorhome of all time. But it is so um, stubby and so high off the ground. It looks so dangerous. Yeah. It is. If you watch the first Dirt Every Day where we built it, we solid axle swapped it and uh, put a Divorce 205 case in it. Um, we took it out to Johnson Valley and just driving. Hammered the road. it over whoops. Yeah, I, I remember seeing <laughs> yeah. that episode. It was so, so and funny. It was great. It would like carry the front tires through the whoops. It's got, it's got like black Monroe shocks that are probably 40 years old. On the front. Oh, and, you guys uh, didn't even do the shocks when you no, guys put the no, it's suspension still, on it. It's still on. Yeah, it's on stock leaf springs. Well, and stock why? Shocks. Why? <laughs> why? Why not, man? It works good. You saw it. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. How much damage did it do to the exterior on the driver's side? Um, it isn't terrible. Like it blew out the the glass everywhere. That was our main, like my main concern was getting shattered with glass, but. The body itself isn't too bad. It's got this really rad, um, like, 45-degree, like, road rash that's got a whole bunch of burnout rubber embedded in it. So <laughs> you guys, need, you guys uh, need some stickers. We're, we'll be happy to put some Truck Show podcast yeah, stickers on the side yeah. for you. Well, look, yeah. chicks dig scars, and now it's got scars. Hey, is it time to exocage that thing? <laughs> no, wait, I mean, it's just getting good. Um, <laughs> now, did the air conditioning on the top bust loose or anything? Because that had to be, you know, that's like a projectile. No, but... It didn't. Uh, we lost the vent, the vent cap for the the bathroom, and like when it tipped over. If you see one of the videos, it's pretty rad because it like tips over, and then a second later, a bunch of poo water comes up. <laughs> no, no, I thought you were kidding about that. No. And I can only imagine you're in Vegas, and the asphalt is like 200 degrees, just cooking poo water. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's this new video in the title: cooking C- poo cooking water. Cooking poo water, yeah, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got another question for him. So, Dave, right, can, can you give me a real quick recap of LS Fest? Tell me about oh, the yeah, event as a whole. Oh, all right. So, it is. If you're into, I don't know, if you're into LS Fest or LS engines, and you you've got a, I don't know, a Camaro or a Corvette or any of those things, it's it seems like a rad place to go. Holly puts it on, and like Holly is a huge company. They've got all these like really good names under their Holly umbrella. So it's like. You've got 
all sorts of, you know, exhaust and parts and nitrous and all sorts of stuff that you can get for your thing. And they sort of created this whole LS Fest and people flock to it. It's, it's super rad. Like there's an autocross track, there's drag racing, there's like this half drag racing, half autocross track. There's a drift course, there's a burnout box and the LS Fest West has this off-road, uh, course it's like a short course where there's a bunch of pre-runner dudes out there ripping around so it's it's kind of like this music festival for like gearheads there's a little bit of everything out there There there's plenty of cool stuff to look at i know you know like a camaro might be boring but a austin mini with a blown ls in it sure isn't boring at all and that thing right see there is redemption for a mini cooper (laughs) after all lightning because it's got an ls in it that's badass (laughs) he said that was an austin so it's a real one so the bummer is is that we've missed it i think that the the one in bowling green is in on labor day weekend at the end of the summer isn't it Oh, is that so, true? Hold might, on a second. I'm just yeah. looking it up here. So there might be hope for you after all. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're right. He's yeah. right. It says 123 yeah. days. Yeah. So there right. you go. So, and if, I, if, if, if like, history repeats itself, like, the old mini trucking shows back in Bowling Green went off. Big time, so dude. I'm sure, no. I'm sure all those old mini truckers are now at LS. It all comes LS back to mini trucking yes, on the Truck does. Show Podcast. Uh, okay, yeah. so LS Fest in Bowling Green uh, at Beach Bend Raceway Park. Uh, September 6th, 7th, and 8th, 2019. Great. That's yeah. good news. Okay. That one, that one. I think, they said that the LS Fest West in Vegas is like a little baby version of that one. So this one was insane. Whoa. That one is probably well, I mean, off the head. Holly, awesome. Holly is based yeah. in Bowling Green, yeah, so right. that's why. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, we appreciate so. the uh, the recap. That is uh, that is hilarious. Let's, let's listen to this one more time here. Stay in it. Stay in it. Yes. Donut. Donut right there. Widening out, widening out, and he makes a hard right, and fun. <laughs> Just a big You know thud. what? If you listen really carefully, you can actually hear the trickle of poo water starting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad uh, I'm glad you were able to break the internet today because uh, it's not often that, uh, that we get a chance to do that. But uh, I saw that. I'm like, dude, we got to call you because I, we got to know what it was like for the driver's seat. <laughs> Yeah, it was awesome. Thanks right. for giving me the shout out. You got? Are, are we going to see any footage on Dirt Every Day coming up? Oh yeah, that one is. We're we're doing a full episode on Dirt Every Day. Uh, that one is going to be coming out two months from now. So what is what does that put us at? Like July? Yeah, July the first Monday in July. This one should come out. Fantastic. So, and Motor Trend on Demand is where we'll see. Yeah. It. So okay. if you can go to MotorTrend.com yeah, or com or the Motor Trend app and. Uh, It'll be there in two months, and then in three months, it should be there for free. So a lot of people think that there aren't free videos because we aren't on YouTube as much, but there are free videos over on MotorTrend.com. I'm working with our MotorTrend On Demand team for Truck Show podcast listeners to have a uh, code to be able to do oh, a, a trial subscription. Code. Yeah, great. But don't be cheap, dude. It's like 4 bucks a yeah, month. Seriously. I mean, come on. And that's awesome. Hey. You, you know that back in the day, you you spent about twenty bucks a month on magazines. At least, right? true. And nowadays, you're getting all those magazines wrapped into one, basically, or at least that amount of content. So five bucks is pretty cheap. 
that, and there's so many saying. shows, so many shows. Anyway, it's not yeah. a plug for Motor Trend on Demand, but it is it is well worth every single penny you you spend on it because it's it's so much entertainment. Dave, you're the best, and uh, have fun on your flight. Yeah, man, enjoy uh, going from being a uh, a big fish in a small pond to nobody in the back of a uh, <laughs> Boeing seven seventeen or whatever you're flying home. Exactly. <laughs> I think I'm on a prop. I'm going to a small town. So oh well, All right. be safe out there, and uh, everybody. That's Dave Chappelle, Dirthead underscore Dave at Instagram. And uh, hopefully we'll talk to you soon. All right, man. Thanks for having me. All right. Talk to you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. All right. Peace out. Oh, I love to meet some Dave. Hey, Holman, I have a question for you. Is it when Dave's going to come in the studio and hang mm, out with us? Well, well, that is a good question. No, here's my question. What the truck? What the truck? What the truck? I don't know if you're watching the news over the weekend, but here's what I saw. Nance says Mark Turner, his girlfriend, her son, and her son's girlfriend were having dinner at his home on Shepherd Lane last Monday. They were in the front yard when Nance says an argument started. The allegation is that there was alcohol involved and a dispute began between Logan Bailey, the son of the girlfriend, and Mr. Turner. Uh, about what type of vehicle is best, Chevy versus Ford. Nance says Turner then threatened Bailey with a knife, but his mother got between them. Turner stabbed her in the lower back, leaving a six-inch wound, according to Nance. That's a serious argument. the argument escalated. Nance says Turner went into the home and came back out with a gun. What is wrong with people? It's alleged that Mr. Turner came back out and approached Mr. Bailey, once again his mother trying to intervene between the two of them. During that time, she was shot a total of five times. Oh all my those injuries gosh. occurring to her legs. All of Nance says Bailey Chevy. was shot in the yeah. arm, and his girlfriend was hit by two ricocheted bullets. According to search warrants, investigators took several items from the home, including a pistol, a smoking device, and drug paraphernalia. Okay, so we've all had friends that have the Calvin and Hobbes sticker, yeah. right? Yep, yeah, I had one of those. I actually had on the back window of my Ford Ranger in high school. Of course, yeah, on the uh, on the bow tie? Yeah. I did. Oh, I did. I'm, how dare I'm you? people, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because... But you know, so wait, you never shot anyone who was a uh, a Chevy fan? I mean, we had some really, really good arguments, but yeah. I can't imagine that. <laughs> like, really, at the end of the day, you're still a gearhead, right? I, apparently, this Here, guy wasn't. Here's the deal. Drugs are bad, okay, yeah. <laughs> right? You know, it's like that that old saying, uh, so you can't choose your family, but you can not answer their calls, invite them to any special occasions, and forget they exist. Um, that might be good advice for the suspect here. I think so. What the truck? Is what I'm saying. Seriously. Oh, my God. If you're arguing about which truck is better, Chevy or Ford, step out. Here's what Step know. out of the conversation I, just before you shoot your friend. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to propose that uh, for all of our Truck Show podcast listeners out there, because, you know, there's passionate sides of every debate, Right. Just uh, what you this passionate? Well, I'm just saying to the yeah. point where you're stabbing and shooting someone. A, you shouldn't be, you know, drinking and have weaponry around you anyway. Sure. But if you do, I say you have like a neutral zone, like a table in the center of the room, and you just put all your weapons on there, and then you guys can uh, duke it out like men in the backyard or something like that. Apparently, this was they were way too passionate about their brands. Man, so do you think he has a uh, bow tie tattoo? He's like fix repair daily, and the other no, no, guy's no, like, no. he's like fun off road driving, first on race day, <laughs> and then the other guy's like shove it or leave it, and and then it just it escalated into gunfire. Uh, but here's the deal. Mm. Yes, which was the one with the Chevy tattoo? Because I feel like the guy oh, yeah. with the sh- you don't see a lot of Ford tattoo guys the way you see Chevy tattoo guys. I feel like the Chevy tattoo guys more of an aggressor. Uh, interesting. 
I would be, we should ask uh, our audience, <laughs> do you guys have four tattoos? I have seen a blue oval tattoo. Yeah, no, I, I've seen them. They're out there. But, but you're way right. more bow tie guys. You know why? Because the bow tie is an icon and it yeah. doesn't have text in it. Right. And I think once you, that not every tattoo artist can, can really replicate that stuff. script. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You've got to pay a lot more to get some really good freehand script. Oh, so are you saying that uh, four people are cheap? How dare you? I'm not saying that. I'm, well... You might be saying no, that. No, I don't think I'm saying that. No, what I am saying is, what the truck? Hey, Holman, you have your flight all secure, right? We're flying uh, to Denver. We're doing Diesel Power yep. Challenge. And then the Friday morning right after Diesel Power Challenge. Heading on out to Daytona. Yeah, so we are flying. I guess we have a stopover in Atlanta quickly, right? Yep. And then we go down to Daytona, Daytona yep. right? Okay. Yep. And I have some concerns. You do. Because originally, Jordan, who you know we adore now. Right. We have spent a lot of time at sure. SEMA, and, and he came out to see us yep. at, uh, Lo at Lone Star yeah. Throwdown. And Remember, he was saying stuff like we would uh, be parading the Truck Show podcast. We'd be like Grand Marshal. There you go. Bikini Con. Therein lies and, my yeah. concern uh -huh. right there. Yes. Yeah, so I've not heard any of that, Nor and I watch his oh, Truck Fever on. feed on Instagram. Funny you should say that because oh. I texted him last week. Okay. And uh, let me uh, let me just go over the text that I have here. And I said, what's the hotel situation like? Is there a block or anything? Where should we be staying? As in, Jordan, you can hook us up with a hotel room? Sure. Couldn't pull any hotel deals together this year, but stay near the Speedway. That's strike one. Ouch. Oh, Jordan. Man. Or I say to him, I said, we'll need to know where and what and all that stuff. And he says, show is 9 to 5 Friday through Sunday. Entrance is on the backstretch. And I said, okay, what would you like us to be involved in? And the text came to, honestly, only thing would be uh, during the awards, really. Do you guys want to make your own award? Oh, wait, what time are we flying out Sunday? Just realized we're doing awards at 3, and we fly out at 2.30. So that is my concern, is that... Why are we going? When we <laughs> spent all the money to get the flight and yeah. the rental car uh -huh. and all that stuff, uh -huh. and I realize it sounds... I, we sound like dicks because we're like, oh, we're so we're important, and you should put us front and center and tow a truck meet. It's not about that. I know. It's for a year, yeah, literally. Yeah, we've been talking about We've this. been saying, and we're going we're gonna to go. We want to judge. We, we want right, to be know, judges. Forget so, it. Let's okay. just call them. All right, We're yeah. We're just going to call him. Dial freaking Jordan. And uh, what intro are we playing? Are we not even giving him an no, intro? events. Events? Or okay. a bad one. <laughs> a bad one. So he doesn't know we're calling either, does no, he? No, he has no idea. All right. What's going on, guys? Hey, Jordan. Uh, you know who this is. Yeah, you we, recognize the phone number. we got some bones to pick Absolutely, with you, pal. Always. Yeah. All right. Well, hold on a second. I've got four chrome rims and a steering wheel. I've got four chrome rims and a steering wheel. So, Jordan, if it is an old Jordan Baton Switch Mulbauer. <laughs> so, you guys caught me in the perfect time. I barely have any voice. Okay, well, we don't care about that. Here's what we care about is that we've spent a lot of time with you over the last year. Promoting mm -hmm. the, the absolute Daytona truck meet. You should go Daytona to Daytona truck, truck meet. Hold I mean, on. Daytona truck meet. Hey, before, you after, after, during, during the whole thing. Jordan's right? on the show. Blah, blah, blah. Daytona truck meet. Blah, blah. 15,000 <laughs> trucks on the beach. Beautiful Florida. Blah, blah, blah. And then 
I'm texting you last week, but hey, Jordan, what about a hotel? Nah, stay wherever. You know, I don't, I don't have a block of rooms. And then I'm like, hey, dude, what do you want us to do? Because before you're like, yeah, be the grand marshals, and then you can do the bikini contest and be the judges, and we'll, we'll have all these interviews for you. And now you're like, hey, you guys, um, I don't know, honestly, uh, an award you or something. You know what occurs and to me? I'm, wait, wait oh. a minute. <laughs> after we leave town, what wait, the hell? Hold While you're texting him uh-huh. about our involvement, yeah. he's texting me about getting a free cold air intake for his truck. Oh, oh busted. Hey, oh. it's for the work truck. Give no. me a- no, no. <laughs> Hold on. We need to call Emmy and have her do a nobody. No, exactly. Uh, <laughs> disappointment. Jordan, Jordan, what do you say for yourself? Uh, I'm not ashamed. What? <laughs> what? Now he's copping an attitude. Dude, I know. We spent like hundreds and hundreds of dollars to freaking fly across country so that we could go to Jordan's event because he's like, oh, it's the biggest thing in the whole world. Broseph, it's costing me almost a grand G, a G to fly a grand there. Apiece. <laughs> well, it cost me six figures to put the show on. Well, the, how does that affect us? Hey, you know what I found out? It only uh, cost us six digits to cancel our airfare. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> So Jordan, really, let's let's be honest. We love you. You know we love you, and we believe that you'd reciprocate. And so, what why are we, we going? What are we doing? What are we? We're dude. We're literally. We we're in an event all week prior, at and Diesel then we Power fly Challenge. directly to yours without seeing our families. We have a banquet the night before until about one a.m. And by the way, we are flying. Our flight leaves Denver at six a.m. That means we have to. We're on the west side of town, over in Golden, Colorado. Which means we have to be up at three a.m. To get to your event, so we can get it there before the sun sets to go spend time with all you. Right, and you're like, all right, all right, dude, all right. I'm, I think I'm busy right running the event that weekend. <laughs> I don't think I have time to hang out because uh, I will be doing official duties at the event. All right, I'm typing literally right now an email to the hotel owner, and I will take care of your rooms. No, we, no, no, that's, no, 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 we're, no, that's, that's not fine. What we we already have for. our rooms handled. We're just, we're just busting your balls. We just want to know, are we going to be just two normal dudes in really bad uh, button-up work shirts walking around with a, a recorder and two attached microphones bothering your people, or what? Like, is that is that our whole purpose? Yeah, I mean, hey. <laughs> <laughs> as long as the California pompousness is showing, you guys oh, are going to Oh, He's coming strong. Yeah, that's okay. I, I, my uh, my <laughs> expense account can go weak real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jordan, here, here's – all right, Jordan, let me lay it out there. We are coming out because we like you, and we know the event is rad. We know that. But we're coming out because we like you. Oh, and, and you told us we were special. And you, and you said you can be involved. You can judge. You can be up there to give an award. You can be, it, you, like, at least for the day, for Saturday, we want to be involved. We were excited to work with and for you, even. No oh, no yeah. pay. We're paying to be with you. Right. And so we, we, we were hoping that you'd Do we like, get, like, a food truck coupon or something so we can get, like, a, I, uh, a falafel or a I, funnel I cake? I have y'all's award. It's made. The award is made. So I have the Truck Show Podcast Award that you guys will be giving out. But Sean told me you guys are flying out Sunday, so you can't even give the award away. Because it takes five hours to get home, and we would have been gone seven days from our families. And neither of us wants to get fired for getting to work late Monday. Or divorce. That's why they make FaceTime, so you can look at your family on a phone. That's what I'm doing all week. (laughs) Seriously, dude, when the dog barks at you and you walk in the door, something's not right. Well, I'll tell you what. On Saturday, I mean— I could definitely put y'all up front for the bikini contest. However, I'm sure some of y'all's families won't look too good on that. So you got to tell me, what what do y'all want to do? I can make it happen. 
Okay. I don't know. I don't know that well, we need to get into specifics right no, now. No, <laughs> yeah. We, we'll, um, <laughs> all I'm saying is we should have a conversation. We'll, we'll call an audible yeah, at, okay. at the event on regarding yeah. the, uh, the the. No, 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 no. Yeah. Just stop. We're, okay. We'll just call an audible. Okay. We, here's the deal, Jordan. Right. We're gonna be there Friday afternoon at like 2 p.m. Right. We're, we're gonna be right there. And we're, 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 we're coming in hot. We are coming in hot, and we're bringing the heat. All right. And then we're there all day Saturday, brother. And then we're there oh. half the day Sunday. So just make use of us. That's all we're saying. Like, like oh, help yeah. us help you. Oh, trust me. Oh, I got you. <laughs> like, do we get a golf cart? Do we get food truck tickets? Do we get something for the beer garden? Do we, I, I mean, we're just, what do we do? Do we get, can we go into your igloo cooler and steal Bruce? Yes. Okay. Do all we have VIP parking for our Nissan Versa rental car? Whatever you so desire, Sean, I will make it happen. So if we go to the gate <laughs> and no, we see, say, it's, Jordan told us, dot, 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 it's not going to be one of those. Every event promoter does this day of the event. They tell you ahead of time, just mention my name at the gate. Then you do, they're like, dude, you and 400 other people. And then we're out. Like, what? Like, do we? I'll we do should get a better. Jordan Golden I'll, ticket or something. I'll do you one better. I'll meet you at the gate. Okay. okay. All, right. All right. That's better. Okay. That's better. And then are yeah. are we going out to dinner, the three of us? Are we going to? Oh hell yeah! I mean, because we're in the, we're in town Friday night. We I feel like we should all grab dinner somewhere. How else am I going to teach you how to chug like me? Well, let's not I don't again. Think we, yeah. we are old. Yeah. And we were we've chugged <laughs> more in our day than you have ever chugged in in yours. I guarantee yeah. it. That's what she said. Yeah. And. Um, <laughs> Uh, and me, also, you can he, always teach an old dog new tricks. Again, uh, again, you know. calling an audible, Holman. Yeah, calling. I an think audible. there's too much detail on this podcast. <laughs> right? I think that, that Jordan, Jordan doesn't need it. Jordan, listen, we're not asking for specifics right now. We all have each other's, you know, t- numbers for texting and in emails. I want to know that I can get into the event without a bunch of headaches. And then I feel mm-hmm. special being there after spending grand. We yeah, we we just want to feel wanted. That's all. Yeah, you know what I mean. No different uh-huh. than your girlfriend. She just wants to feel wanted. But yeah, brother. I hope I exceed your expectations. All right, you will exceed our expectations when we pull up in VIP parking. You show up with a truck show podcast wrapped golf cart and hand <laughs> us the keys. And by the way, it's a two seater with an igloo cooler in the back full of brews. That's how we'll know uh, we're loved. What's it gonna take to get a uh, to get a uh, a golf cart? I'm gonna roll up on a golf cart with a Yeti cooler that has a Truck Show podcast sticker on it. Uh, now you're talking. Well, now now you got some social media love coming right, your yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> now now we might yeah. actually hashtag your event rather than just showing up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the, the the flights have been booked and the hotel has been booked and the rental car has been reserved. Perfect. All right, so we oh, are. Of course, it's perfect for him. He's not happy in the hallway. I love you guys. We love you too. Now, after this convo, we love you. We're closer. <laughs> I, I, closer. I feel like it's a strong case of like. <laughs> right. Okay. Oh, so we're not hugging yet. We're just well, we're shaking. It's a feel, firm handshake. I feel like uh, we speed dated, mm-hmm. and we went out yeah. a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. And it was really good, and then somebody what? sort of got a little weird, and then I feel like we're just rebuilding now. Okay. Okay. So like so I work. We're past we're past third base, but we're in the dugout and trying to get back on the field. That's what that's. What's is that is that what's okay? Going? All right, I, I don't like that analogy. And if I see another podcast there, you're dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> we better not roll up on the Diesel Podcast crew or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, Jordan gave us a golf cart too, and ours is a four seater. I don't even know of any other podcast that even do remotely as good as yours. So, well, you're sweet talking oh, again. You're saying the right thing. Yeah. All right. 
Again, just just do your best. In process, make us feel loved. That's all. That's all we want. I will. I mean, this show is going to be insane. It's looking to be twice as big as last year. I mean, we're selling everything hand over fist, just like like crazy right now. And uh, we expect it to be a huge crowd, tens of thousands of trucks. We've got over fifteen hundred trucks registered for the event right now. So we're doing a lot better than we did last year. I mean, most people wait till they get to the show to buy their tickets. So, and that's uh, it's going to be crazy. DaytonaTruckMeet.com. We are, uh, as of our recording right now, thirty-two days and seven hours away from the magic. Okay, and uh, that well, is in Daytona, what, what's Florida. The what's the date? June seventh through the ninth at okay. the uh, Daytona International Speedway infield, where in you will uh, see uh, yours truly driving around a truck show podcast golf cart. With uh, all the accoutrements that we <laughs> want, like a beer in the back. <laughs> hey, so are, do you really think you're going to exceed uh, fifteen the 15,000 trucks that you had last year? Yes, absolutely. Though, I mean, last year we, we couldn't even start selling until February because we were still in negotiations with the Speedway of even trying to get the event to happen. And we've been selling since last year in August, I think. August 1st is when we dropped. Yeah, so we've been... Much more, much more planning has gone into it. And Jordan, for the for our listeners who are in Florida but maybe don't have a truck that they'd want to show, it is open to the general public to come down and be spectators, correct? Absolutely. Anybody's welcome. Doesn't matter if you're lifted, lowered, whatever. As long as you're custom and love the aftermarket industry, you're welcome to come out. They turn the truck meet. We accept anybody and everybody. Except for other podcasts. That's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, uh, we uh, I, I feel better. I feel better about coming to see you now. Yeah. I was uh, told uh, lightning here. I was a little upset. Well, and, he uh, was sleeping in the. We were sleeping on the couch, and he was in the bed. So now I think we're now we're 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 not cuddling yet, but we're back in the bed, or at least in yes. the bedroom on the floor. The, okay, yeah, that's fine. All right, all right, we'll go with that. <laughs> the dog is between us. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, past, we're past the midnight booty call. Oh, exactly. All right. Well, we'll see you in about thirty-two days, my friend. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. All, all right. right. We'll talk, talk to you later. Soon. See ya. Well, but I know we're going to call Rob Kibbe from uh, Kibbe and Friends podcast here shortly. But before we call him, because I know uh, we still have a few minutes to kill, um, I-, I was commenting on behalf of Banks the other day because uh, you know I run the social media account with some help from uh, the guys in my team, and uh, one of the guys made a comment on L5P Duramaxes only. He said, "Hey, I've been watching for Banks to come out with their rear differential cover, which we've talked about on the show before, right? Yeah, we've innovated in that space that hasn't been innovated in 20, 30 years." And one of the guys chimed in uh, and said. He says, uh, my question is why? I never hear of people blowing up rear ends. Why does everyone want to fix things that aren't broken? Okay. And I get this kind of frequently, maybe once a week or once every two weeks, where a guy will say, why are you guys spending so much, so much time on developing X, this thing that we're working on? And I just thought, are, would you be okay if, if Apple stopped innovating on their iPhones and just said the one you have is My fine iPhone is forever. Yeah. Right. Or you're, you're, you were good with a 4 by 3 television that was 30 inches deep. You know, and you know, it's like you don't need a flat screen TV that's 60 well, inches and, wide. And the logic behind that's flawed, too, because there are plenty of differentials that blow up. That's, that's, that but happens see, a lot. But see, he doesn't have one that ever blew right. up. So that was his issue. And I, then I wrote back that Charles H. Duell was the, fa- was the commissioner of the U.S. Patent Office in 1899. Mr. Duell is his most famous... Uh, attributed utterance is that everything that can be invented has been invented. He wanted to close down the U.S. Patent Office. And so it, it turns out that I did a little bit of research and that wasn't actually his quote, like it got bastardized. And But the point is the same. Like there are a lot of people that are like, 
Uh, you can't innovate on something, so why would you try? Well, then, if that's true, then we'd be stuck in the Stone Ages. So I don't understand the guys that they just think, like, well, I've never blown up a rear diff before, so why would you mess with something that's already great? Well, why would you? I just, I don't know. I don't understand the logic. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to... The aftermarket... Here's the deal. That's just a hater. That's just somebody trolling, right? Because you can't really be that way. No, but I think he really thinks this way. This guy made this comment. He thinks... I don't know, and he's thinking to himself, I don't know anyone that's ever heard a rear differential uh, by having the wrong re- rear yeah. differential cover on it, right? Yeah, how would you, how would you know? And that? that's exactly yeah. my point, is that you don't know, you and I know that you don't have the equipment to measure it. Right. Right? So you had to replace your rear differential after 500,000 miles. If you had had a better cover, what if you got to 600,000 miles? What if? And, and so this guy doesn't know. So kind of an asinine comment is like, stop, in, stop innovating. You're wasting your time. Which I wouldn't call, you know... Someone at Apple and say, we don't need another iPhone. That's just hogwash. Stop while you're ahead. That's puppycock. <laughs> you scallywag. I, no, I, 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 I don't know. Are you old-timey on here or something? <laughs> I went right. old time. You know, we need a new jingle for uh, Lightning's Rants. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it'll be something. So, I listen, oh, I oh, wait, wait, wait. I got, have one. Yeah, you, no, you? I, Well, Alice got all pissed off at me, and she said, Lightning, what is wrong with you? <laughs> right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I like that. So oh. I, there's a lot of things wrong with me, but that just bugged me. And uh, um, oh, anyway, let, let's get on to some. Well, hold on, uh, hold on. Before we get on, truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. I'm kind of curious. What are your thoughts on these types of things where, where you're, you're on the internet? Maybe there's a brand you like or a product you like or an innovation that you're interested in, and you see all the hate flow. I'm kind of curious. Like, how do you handle that? Right? Well, I also want to talk to some guys who are trolls. Oh, okay. I'm serious. If, you're, I, because, if your whole purpose in life is to troll the internet and you really don't give two flying monkeys or whatever, well, for example, look, look. All right. So you've got companies that make a product that are truly trying to solve something. Sometimes it happens in someone's basement in the garage and they're like, I broke something. I keep breaking this product, uh, this part on my truck. I'm going to I'm going to make something better. And, you know, there are companies like Fabtech, for example. Right. Dave Winner, the owner of the, the, the original founder of Fabtech. Uh, kept breaking stuff on his Toyota truck, so he just made his own suspension, and then he started making. So, in necessity is the mother of invention, right? And other other companies just say, "I see a dollar sign, so I'm going to make a product to sell." In this case of this rear differential cover, we found a flaw, and we are truly trying to fill a need. Now we believe, yeah. And so, but this guy doesn't think there's a need. Well, then he's not your customer. I'm I'm well. No, I'm not okay with it. That's my problem. <laughs> well, I'm not okay with it because he might be. He might need to be our customer. Maybe, but he's he's a troll. Well, he'll have to learn the hard way. All right. So if you're a troll, <laughs> give us a call. But are you proud to be a troll? Like, do you like stirring up? Do you like? Stirring I would stuff love up? to hear truck trolls. Maybe there. What if there's somebody out there who's like, dude, I don't even care about what I say. I just like pissing people off on the internet. Well, let's hear from I, you. So I want to know. Let's go back to when uh, Chevy debuted the new uh, Silverado, and the front end was not to everyone's liking. The trolls came out in full force. Yes, they did. Right? And so you could just say, man, not to my taste, whatever. Or you could go full tilt and go, ugliest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I'm going to Ford. I'm never going to buy a Chevy product because you guys destroyed my favorite truck brand, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's a troll, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So reach out, truckshowpodcast.gmail.com, right. or leave us a, a voicemail on our five-star hotline, 657-205-6105. Uh, can we call Mr. Kibby? Yeah, let's give uh, Mr. Kibby a call. Hello. 
Mr. Rob Kibbe, Lightning and Holman Truck Show Podcast. How you do? What's up, dude? Doing great. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Too, right. It is happy right. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. I don't have any um, Spanish music to play. Oh, but we do have an intro. We do. Don't speak. Here it comes. Yo, the truck show. <laughs> who dis? Who dis? Who the hell is this? A truck show interview you don't want to miss. We talk to top dogs <laughs> in the industry. How'd you blow up? How'd you come to be? So, the who dis is Mr. Rob Kibbe, uh, host of Kibbe and Friends podcast. And is it uh, Muscle Car Podcast? Is that Yeah, the Muscle Car Place. Muscle Car Place. Muscle Car Place, that's right. And in fact, Rob had uh, had me on his show the other day. What? Yeah. So uh, I didn't get a call. Well, you were busy. You didn't even think of me, did you? <laughs> I, I, we talked oh, about you. That's not how it worked. I, that was a mutual invite. <laughs> see? Wait a, what do you mean a mutual invite? You, oh, he sent it to our inbox and I didn't see it. Exactly. It's in the uh, Truck Show Podcast uh, inbox, uh, which we both have access to, <laughs> Yes, by we the way. do. All right, all right. So if, if you're interested in hearing uh, maybe the backside of water and how the Truck Show Podcast came to be, I believe it's episode uh, 362 of the Muscle Car Place. Oh, so now I have to listen about how... Holman created the Truck Show podcast, <laughs> no, and you, he had a. We get plenty just of. Just find a guy to edit it. I'll get a radio no, guy. No, no, well, we did. There was a little bit of yeah, that, but of course no, no. there was. We gave you plenty of love, and in fact, Rob and I are sort of kindred spirits because uh, it, it, his podcast situation sort of started the same way as well. But we have a ton of listeners that cross over either, either from uh, Kibby and Friends, which was formerly the Kibby and Finnegan show, and so uh, mm-hmm. also Muscle Car Place, which doesn't just do muscle cars, by the way. They actually do a lot of truck content. And so when we first launched the Truck Show podcast, uh, I reached out to Rob. I had gotten his information from Finnegan. And I said, hey, I got a question for you. Uh, we're starting this podcast thing. And how? what do we do? Yeah, what do we do, right? <laughs> and uh, he says, well, oh, let me give you Rob's information because uh, Rob knows everything. And well, Rob had already had a, a pretty big following, right? Oh, absolutely. And so, Rob, how did you get your start? Like, how did you just get into podcasting? Why are you a juggernaut now? Because hey, you've been doing it way longer than we have. Well, okay. So t- 10 years, actually this month is when I started doing this. Oh man, dude. <laughs> and by no means was it ever my intent to to try to have my own, you know, audio production business here, and that's what it became, but I was a mechanical engineer. I was just trying to get out of my cubicle. That's all I wanted was a a change of pace, so I was trying to find a small business I could start. I had done a couple things on the side. And what I settled on was I wanted an online business and I was going to compete with like Auto Trader Classics or eBay Motors. And I was going to start a website where I sold classifieds listings to classic car dealers all across the country. But I was going to totally hack it and focus on SEO just to list their muscle cars because that's that's my thing. You know, American muscle, especially the old stuff. So, by the way, pretty damn lofty goal to go yeah. against those big boys. <laughs> right? Huge. Well, at, at, at the time I was even dumber than I am now. So it seems so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I had, um, I honestly had good, good friends who were pretty amazing software developers and we had, we had done our homework. I mean, we spent like six months trying to figure out like wh- where's the hole in the market right now, not only financially and feasibly, but where on the internet was their hole. And back then there was a hole there, like you could do it. So I started the podcast because I really liked the talk radio format, I kind of learned late in life, I learn a lot by listening versus reading. And I just really like sports talk radio. So I thought, oh, you know what? I don't think there's any automotive podcasts out there. This is my ticket. I'll start this weekly talk show. It will do nothing but promote my website business and I'll sell 
billions of classifieds. That's my goal. And now you know why I called Rob to ask him for right, help. Right, right. None of that worked. Um, <laughs> a year and a half in, I realized I, I think I'm in the podcast business because that's where I'm really gaining traction. Uh, getting a guest was never a problem. And I mean, dudes, I, I, I didn't know what to do. I have no radio background, nothing. So I just do Googled, like, how do I use a microphone and record it? I set it up in my basement by my furnace, and I just started kind of faking it till I made it. Um, you, if you request something and you look like you have a real legitimate business, people will usually say yes. So I started podcasting, and then about a year, year and a half in, I started getting contacts from companies asking to buy ad space or sponsor. And I didn't even know that was a thing. So I kind of transitioned over to that and other some other business ventures I had were kind of clicking. So about a year, year and a half in, I quit my day job and I pursued this and a couple other things full time. And that's been the case for the last 10 years. What was the day job? I was working for so I started out in the defense industry, but I was mostly working with mechanical engineering software. So like CAD systems, anybody listening like SolidWorks, ProE, Katia. Those are all things that I would set up and administer, usually for a defense company. And then I was working where I live now, Ames, Iowa, for a software company that made all that stuff. And when I was working for them, I ran one of their QA departments. So Rob is way smarter than you and I put together. Oh, no yeah. doubt about question. that. Yes. Yeah. No, it, it, uh, believe me, it's... It sounds cool, or it sounds hard. It's not that hard. You, like I said, you're way about. smarter than us. So when you started, Rob, what was the content makeup of the show? For example, you know, we, we try to keep, although we talk about ourselves, our lives, um, and we talk about cars every once in a while, we try to have, we do our best to keep a laser focus on trucks. What was yeah. your focus when you started Kibbe and Friends, and then later when you, uh, you know, brought in your regular cast? Well, for so Kibby and Friends came much, much later. Oh, and and so I did Muscle Car Place. I've I probably had five or six different shows over the years. The Muscle Car Place is is the one that started it, and is still kind of the the kingpin today. Uh, I had one called the LSX Podcast. I did with Tony Watley and John Ryan, and I I did that because uh, Jamie Meyer at uh, Doctor Jamie at, at Chevrolet. So, uh, he introduced me to them. I didn't even know who they were. And uh, much by, less. By the way, for a long time, Dr. Jamie was uh, well known, especially in the journalist side, for running GM Performance Parts, which is uh, now Chevy or Chevrolet Performance Parts. Ah, a heavy. Yeah. Very heavy. To, and and a, like a what a cool move for a guy like that to do for, you know, a, kind of a nobody like me. And I really appreciated that. And then that led to some other doors. I did. Well, wait, wait, wait. Pa pause there. How, well, how did that happen? Yeah. So you got a you got a heavy in the industry doing a podcast with a guy who's, you know, a software developer. Yeah. <laughs> no, but how? But how did you – what's the connective tissue there? How did you find him? Like how did that happen? I think I met him at a car show somewhere. Okay. Yeah, I think See? that's what it was. Mutual it, love. So, yeah, everybody who's out there who's always thinking like, should I go up to that guy? Just do it because you never know. It, yeah, you know, I've, I've learned a ton about business development, which is really just trying to meet people that you don't know. And the biggest thing is to reach out to them and not – ask them for a gift but to see what you can give them and what i wanted to give him was was Great interview and access. yeah and, and it um that was uh, something he did maybe two years after we had met was he kind of opened that door for for john and tony and i to start something together and we did and it, it kind of had its run um i did another one that i'm super proud of 
and I, I still get a lot of requests to kind of revive. That was called Cars for a Living, totally an automotive business focused venture. I did that with Dan Kahn, who owns Kahn Media. Oh, wow. We would listen yeah. to that. Yeah, that would sounds interesting. Oh, it, it, um, I truly enjoyed it. But it was another one of these things where I, I was realizing, man, I'm I'm a little in over my head here. I got like three, sometimes four shows at a time. Uh, I'm I'm getting worn out because really one is all it takes to, to put all your heart and soul into. So those kind of tapered back. I made Muscle Car Place a catch-all for everything. So it went from just being a show about muscle cars or restoration parts or people with muscle cars to pretty much just everything I like or that I'm interested in or that my audience asked me to go get. It's way so way we, more fun when yeah. you're uh, talking about things you like. Yeah, well, that's it should have been called that. Yeah. It's like it should have been called like everything Rob Kibbe likes <laughs> podcast. Yes, it uh, it should just be called uh, scratching my itch. But <laughs> who would like that, right? So, uh, apparently, so, a lot of people because uh, you you're killing it in the podcast space. I'm I'm fortunate. Um, it's uh, you know as you guys know, I mean it's it's it can be a labor of love at times. What when people it has hear to be. A, yes, it yeah, is. <laughs> when we're sitting in two hours of traffic to get here yeah, you know exactly. on a weekday and this and is sunday night editing for you know it's either our last studio was in deep in the heart of orange county and yeah. now we're right by lax, LAX. Yeah. oh you the got traffic it. all the time yeah even i know where that is yeah dude it's it's uh <laughs> it's tough it's tough but you know we we do it because we love it much much in the way that you do it because you love it and you know it's interesting what i found is you know being in the podcast space is people are always looking for new shows um, especially in the automotive space, because there there aren't there aren't a terrible, you know, l- terribly large amount of shows out there. I mean, there, and there's some good ones, but look at you know murder porn and you know the mysteries and all that kind, of, and they're they're huge or the you know the Dr. Phil or the Oprahs and or the Joe Rogans. But for people uh-huh. who really want to follow their hobby, automotive is still sort of up and coming. And you and I talked about it on on uh, your show, how you know car guys don't tip don't typically uh, follow the the vein of being an early adopter, right? And so it takes them a little while. And so the automotive content has been a little bit slower to form in the podcasting space. And while we sort of, you know, uh, compete with each other, what I've found is unlike terrestrial radio or video or some of the other things, there's there's this communal side of podcasting where, you know, uh, the tide raises all ships sort of a thing, right? High tide raises yeah. all ships. And the more awareness that you put out there of people you trust or enjoy in the podcast space and the more that you share audience, which I think you saw from some of the social we posted, we share a lot of people. It's not like yeah. terrestrial oh. radio where all the morning shows, you know, were like stern used to destroy another morning show. Podcasting is completely different where we're like, hey, Rob, let, uh, yeah. what's up? Can we share an audience? Yeah, you know, Rob Kibbe. We've, we've got obviously Ronnie over at C10 Talk. I yeah. mean, you know, all the different places and people that we've talked to before. It's it's awesome because I feel like your audience trusts you, and when they find another podcaster that you trust, they tend to go in there. But what was amazing to me is I posted, hey, you know, Truck Show Podcast, uh, we're on you know, Muscle Car Place with Rob Kibbe, and I had a ton of response from people going, those are my two favorite podcasts. It's so awesome to see you guys working together. Or, hey, awesome. I, I really wanted to know more. This is, a, you know, I learned more about what you guys are doing, and it was just really cool to see how all the positive comments that came out of that, so... To- totally. This I um I reached out to a kind of a local radio legend here when I was getting going. I I just wanted some guidance. And the one thing I remember he taught me is he said people will tune in for the topic. They will stick with you for the hosts. That's what they're buying. Yep. 
and he was nuts on right. So even in a whether it's a solo show or a buddy show like 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 this one is, and it's it's um you overestimate right, our right. friendship. <laughs> yeah. well, no, that's, you, not, that's true. not true. You fake it well. If, if you're fake, it's really <laughs> awesome. Good job. <laughs> but um, Kib- Kibby and Finnegan is one that uh, if if I could ever find a way to revive one thing it would definitely be that and and what we've morphed into kibby and friends is is uh is is also really 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 fun but i gotta get i gotta get fitting him back in there more in a mix um somehow some way uh, he's a busy that, dude well he, I, he is how did that happen originally because you know how did you team up with mike okay so in 2015 i was doing some business development work for the company that was producing the hot rod power tour so when you go on the Hot Rod Power Tour and you go out there, it's not really Hot Rod Magazine people, you know, setting up porta potties and putting up the stage and inflatables. It, it's another company, and that's a highly logistic oriented thing. And I was working for that company, just doing some sales and development stuff, and uh, they were shorthanded that week, so I got stuck on staff. <laughs> okay, that that doesn't <laughs> no suck product. though because uh, Power Tour is pretty badass. It, p- power tour is awesome. I learned uh, that the people that put the events on are the hardest working people that whole week. For uh, sure. They they earn every dime they make. And at the end of that week, it was a very successful tour. At the end of the week, we had this kind of dinner with some of the 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 uh, I guess the now Motor Trend staff and Finnegan and David Freiberger were there. And I I didn't know either one, uh, but for some reason Mike was I think at the end of his attention span for the evening so i ran into him sitting out in the all hallway staring squirrel, at his phone. squirrel he was just ready to be done and i frankly was too and we just started chatting and hit it off and i i just thought geez i really like this guy i don't know him but i think we could get along so i i invited him on muscle car place just as a guest and it clicked and i had always hoped for years and years to have what you guys have a buddy show so I asked him a few months later, is this something you would entertain? I, I, I don't yet know how the business model would work. Frankly, we're just going to have to do it to find out. But he said, yeah, I'm in. So we started that in 2016. And at the end of 2018 last year, he, it, we were just out of time. Like there was, It was just getting too difficult to find a way to make it work around his schedule as well. So we transitioned it over to Kibby and Friends. He's still on. He's just not on every single week as the permanent co-host. But if we if we do it right, we'll find a way to get him back on on a somewhat semi regular basis. Too. It's tough, you know. Th- there are software suites that we use every once in a while that will allow you to pipe in a mic quality audio into or you know, from a remote location. But you don't mm-hmm. have the dynamic. I mean, Holman yeah. and I are sitting, you know, thirty six inches from each other, which is way too close. It's way damn too close. Yeah. <laughs> so he needs to eat. You know, he can't eat something that uh, smells bad. And, you, and vice like versa. when you were eating hard boiled eggs in uh, the <laughs> yeah. old studio when the AC wasn't yeah. working. Well, yeah. I apologized in advance, but yes. So, but you know, I think. That there's a lot of that, uh, you know, repertoire, right? That uh, rapport, rapport, I should say. Rapport, yeah. not repertoire. That's completely <laughs> r- wrong. Wow, word. that was, you're just making up uh, <laughs> just, just long you're words. You're assigning new meanings to big words. <laughs> exactly. All right. So, so yeah, I like to think that we have a good rapport. And uh, but what about a repertoire? Yeah, repertoire. Well, we do, we do, we we do have, have a repertoire. We're trucks, yeah. <laughs> we're all right. We're not, we're not horrible. <laughs> well, where, where I totally lucked out is uh, so our shtick was. What we kind of wanted was the Dan Patrick show, show it's like sports and pop culture. And for us, pop culture was reviewing the Dukes of Hazard TV show episode by episode, our favorite TV show ever. And I had a buddy 
who was like this Dukes of Hazard super connected nerd insider. He knew everybody. He knew where every original car was. He knew everything about Mopars. And his name was Corndog, like his actual given nickname. And he was feeding us inside info for every show. And then eventually he started filling in as a co-host and he was good, like really good. So when, when Mike said, I, I can't be doing this full time, I honestly just went to my buddy Corndog and I said, you're up. Step up. And, now, and he said, hold on. Yeah. Put hold, me in coach. I'm ready to Hold play. on a second. Rob, yeah. Rob, Rob, Rob. Yes, it's, yes, yes. It should not be called the Kibby and Friends Show. Kibby and Corndog is way better. Is way better. Way better. Okay, that, and I suggested that, but uh, I'll give you another little sneaky piece of information. KAFS is a hashtag that we were using on some of the ads that we were running before. And I want to keep that KAFS hashtag in there oh. because that hits the advertisers, and that's still good. Oh, yeah. So okay, gotcha. uh, with Corndog's blessing, we called it Kibby and Friends. I, I would be... Much more comfortable with. I Kibbe. mean, I like Kibby and Friends, but I totally uh, be corn listening dog. way more often with Corn yeah. Dog in there. And it's not just because yes. we love Wiener Schnitzel, <laughs> well, mean, but we do. But we do. But I yeah. mean, really, with the Corn Dog, we're actually going to rename our show to uh, Jaboobly and Holman. Yeah. This is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that. That should play well. Yeah, we, should, we think so. iTunes bump. We have to figure out how to how to spell Jaboobly though, because uh, I don't. Whenever I don't, our uh, listeners email us, there's like 47 different spellings for it. It just <laughs> can't. How do you spell it? Starts. It's the traditional spelling, I'm sure. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so uh, now, where are you? today in 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 bull shows like where um with with muscle car place do uh-huh. you have i mean you guys ls fans or are you like what is the is there a center point on that show it has gotten pretty eclectic so it started out classic muscle but this was it started out be, before ls's were cool uh so that has morphed in really anything is acceptable we we Developed early on and still have a very heavy pro touring emphasis, and that will that will get you LS, that will get you throttle body, that will get, that will get you anything you want. And right. by the way, episode three ninety two, uh, not three sixty two, three ninety two will get you Sean Holman of the Truck Show podcast. Was oh, that the number you're yes. on? Yeah, and I'm looking at it right now, and um, the popularity is a full bar, so I'm, I think that's doing well for him. Three ninety two, yes. and we <laughs> are happy to be on sixty seven. I felt good about sixty seven today. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you, are you guys every single way? At, at some yes. point, I switched to to three a month. Yeah, Just, we are. Uh, we're weekly, weekly, and we will. We're dedicated. Yeah, like for this week, uh, two weeks ago, uh, Lightning was on vacation. And so he came back on Sunday or Saturday, and then Sunday we recorded for the Monday show. And this week I was in Detroit the first half of the week and then on a vacation all weekend. I arrived about three hours ago and drove to Lightning's house, picked him up, and uh, we're getting this out for the Monday show. Which yeah, is and here's the issue, Rob, is that if we are even late, we get very scolded by our audience. Oh, it's it's bad, man. We have yeah. pe- yeah. it is like lashings. The internet is a cruel master. You can <laughs> punish you. It's true. Who's your favorite guest? Corn dog. Uh, uh, yeah, c- c- corn dog. It would be awesome. So I I'll give you the sentimental one. My the sentimental favorite guest would be my dad. Uh, he actually came on as a guest at a show at my very first place where I tried to have like a live booth. It was at a good guy show. Nice. And uh, right at the end, he was my last guest because the the favorite car I've ever had and still have is my 64 Chevelle, which he and my mom bought brand new just months after they were married. And he and I restored that together in high school. So he, he'll be my my favorite you know, kind of sentimental guest. Uh, I had Richard Petty on. Early Whoa, on. what? What? That. And a, I was I was freaking shocked that I got him because I, I again I Dude. it shouldn't have happened. 
But B, it was like talking to Strip Weathers from the movie Cars. I mean, it was so <laughs> cool. And he gave us this 35-minute lesson on the history of star cars. And it went from 1954 all the way up through, at that time, like 2012. You can't buy that, dude. No. That's amazing. I, I truly, I, I personally went back and listened to it several times just as a fan to, to study so that I, I could be more versed on the topic. I so just really when it. he was rattling all that off, were you were you comprehending it or were you just thinking of your next question? Were you absorbing it going, I, th- this is surreal? What was going through your head? You know, for whatever reason, the interview format has always just been pretty uh, comfortable for me. So I, I have a Google Doc in front of me usually with kind of an outline question. So I got to start a middle. Oh, end. is that how a professional you, does it? <laughs> not <laughs> well, us. And, not and us. So, sometimes we don't even use it, but you know, what if they, what if they suck at this and Richard Petty wouldn't suck at it, but I had a couple of guests who, God, it was so bad. And I needed that document to walk them through everything. Cause I want them to look good, but no, with Richard, it, everything he said made me think of the very next thing I wanted to know. I just loved it. Um, I think part of the secret is interviewing guests who I want to hear from. I mean, there's there's very rare when you know I'm just short and I need to fill some time. Uh, no, I, I really want to talk to pretty much everybody I've ever talked to. I want to learn from them. So they're real conversations. It's not an interview. It's a real conversation. Yeah, you're, you're trying to you know connect with somebody on a level that uh, you share the same passion, and it and it becomes. I mean, I think that look. Go to the Hollywood space, right? Or even you and I have had this discussion off the air with the radio where there's certain celebrities or bands that come through a radio station and sometimes you connect and they become a friend of the show and sometimes they're just there because their contract says they have to be there to promote. Yep. And a lot of times they're not real conversations because there's no vested interest from either party. Whereas in the podcast space and things that we're doing, I feel like everybody we have on we have a vested interest in and we share common things that we can, you know, that we can. I didn't even know what a portal axle was until we had a guest on who talk, like went into but great how detail. Awesome was that episode? And I, I was amazed. I couldn't get enough. Yeah, I couldn't get enough. I was yeah. like, I, I had questions just coming out of my ears. Well, OK, so you guys don't know this. Do about questions Rob. come out of your ears? <laughs> no, I mean, why did I even <laughs> I just say that? I Because you say lots of things. I, I, that I, 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 that's don't. pretty. Uh, so don't do what I do is what I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm saying is lightning. What is wrong with you? That's, what yeah, I'm that's exactly right. I ask that question all the time. You don't even need Alice for that. You've got you've got me for that. I know. All right. Know. So here's what here's what our listeners need to know. Ah. There was a thing uh, theme earlier in last year where we talked about certain topics, and you and I had a active, let's say, passionate, um, friendly yet um, terse at times discussion where. You said we shouldn't talk about the the TV shows from our childhood because oh, yeah. it would make us feel like a bunch, you know, come across as a bunch of old dudes. I didn't want to be, but yeah, I didn't want to be the two guys talking about our gallbladders and stuff, you know, rocking <laughs> uh, back and forth on the porch. Okay, remember that day when Except we used to be cool? How many? We must have ten people in their twenties email us going, "You guys told me about Fall Guy. I had no idea what it is. Well, well, this is awesome." They went on YouTube and now they're fans of things that we used to love. And then we talked about tracking down. Either a stunt guy, a builder, somebody from Fall Guy to find sure. out more about those trucks. Now, we didn't do it, but we no, talked uh, about uh, it. Uh, guess who Rob Kibbe knows? <gasps> My pal Corndog not only knows all the Fall Guy stuff, 
but he had one of the Fall Guy mid-engine jump trucks in his back. No! Um, so we need to get corn dogs there because this is going to be the Truck Show Podcast with Lightning and Holman and Corn Dog. <laughs> don't take him. I need him. Uh, and don't take my producer either. <laughs> we, nah, I got, wait, my, own, whoa, whoa, I got whoa, my own producer. Wait, where is he? Wait, you have a producer? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and I boy, I apologize ahead of time. Bernie, Bernie McPartland is his name. You just he made that name. Oh, that's a made-up name. Bodie uh, McBoatface. God-given radio name. It's it's his, his well. His first name is actually Rob Robert, but his middle name is Bernard. So he goes by Bernie. He was a listener. He was in radio production for a Christian station in Dallas. He was a listener, and I just put out a call to the audience, like, "I need, I need help. help. Yeah, I need production help." And he wrote back and said, "Well, I, I could do that." And it's. He is the answer to prayer, frankly, for just being able to get shows out. How on time, easy is he to work stepping with? Stepping it up. Hey, can I have even, his email? Don't even go there. Don't <laughs> even I'm not go there. ever going to give out his email or number because Hold he on. is. Ooh, he is look, awesome. LinkedIn. I found him. <laughs> <laughs> under Bodie McBoatface? No, under Trucky McTruckface. All right, okay. He, he does all our shows. He is now a voice on Kibbe and Friends. So uh, I, I also, that was always kind of a dream was to have the, the producer who's producing as we go uh, a third voice on the show can he you tell me what audio. that's like it's um <laughs> you, you you'd be a fan <laughs> no so, your, your guys show is uh is, is very so pro. what you're saying is I, I you'll you'll record the show and then you'll go in about your day and then he will edit everything right yeah well, that actually, like? that actually, kind of sounds like my, <laughs> sounds like my half life, of the show. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but the thing is, I go about my day while you edit it, and then you get it to me at midnight, and then, and then I'm up listen. for two and a half hours listening yeah. to your edits and hoping you're still awake two hours later to you know bleep something you forgot. Oh, yeah, that I, uh, we we are so well versed and work so well. I don't I don't check anything. If he says it's ready, it's ready. Hey, what's uh, that like? <laughs> well, he, and he also worked for a Christian station, so well, he doesn't, he, he doesn't yeah, let anything so you go. You know, his he, he's yeah. like on high alert. I'm right. sure. Uh, yeah, we uh, there's no f bombs getting through on a yeah. Christian station. We, uh, he, we he has a missed times. a couple because we. Um, oh, I'd love to know if this is legal. We stick uh, movie clips uh, at the end of certain shows every now and then, like on a off. Uh, you'll put in like a Talladega Nights trip or something. Sure. And on one movie review that we did at the end we had a bunch of clips back to back and there was an f-bomb in one and it just it was just an accident got missed one of our listeners let us know it, we've it had one happened. we've had it one that listeners have let us know about yeah if people want to check you out right if if if, if they only have time in their very busy schedule for one more podcast in addition to the truck show podcast they should listen to keep in friends or muscle car place I would say pick your choice because if you're like pretty much everybody else, you're probably going to listen to one and then start listening to the other. So oh, whichever see, humble like. brag. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then what's your uh, what's your social if people want to follow you uh, where you're throwing other stuff? Uh, it Instagram is probably the easiest place to go, and that's just keeping friends on Instagram. If you go to Kibby and Finnegan on Instagram, there's still a page there. It'll just reroute you to, to Kibby and Friends. And then uh, the Muscle Car Place is also on Instagram. That's probably the best places to go. If you're looking just straight up for the podcast, I, I, iTunes is still our biggest pull by far. Oh, yeah. So I yeah. Same here. And just the musclecarplace.com is the home base website. And everything I do is actually there. And it just gets pushed out to the world from there. Kibby and Friends, Muscle Car Place. A lot of our old shows are there, too. 
And, 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 and in to, case you're uh, wondering, it's K-I-B-B-E. K-I-B-B-E. Yep. Yeah. Well, Rob, we appreciate you checking in with us. Um, we appreciate you sharing some of your audience with us. Even if we got like 3% of your audience, we do better. Share. Share. N- share audience. Right. Not oh, take. Yeah. Not, not take. Did I say like, take? Co- like, no. like corn dog, yeah. which we will only share him by having him on the show to talk about that sort of stuff. Right. So we will uh, you, we'll trade secrets. You, you should a- talk to him. He's a, he's a wealth of not. He's very humble. He's a little shy. And uh, the more you get to know him, like the better your life gets. So we'll trade you audience for Corn Dog because we need him to tell us all about um, the, the the truck. Which we're we talking about uh, the Fall Guy the truck. Fall Guy okay. truck. The brown truck. Now yes. you're making fun of me for not understanding life right now. Right. I don't know what I'm saying. So, no. What was so? I, here's what I remember about it. I don't know trucks very well, but like he was walking me through it, and he opened the door, and he goes, "You know why the door jam's orange?" I said, "No." He says, "This is a DOT truck." I said, what? And he goes, yeah, that's where they got them. They just bought a bunch of ex-DOT oh, trucks. No kidding. Orange. And then just yeah. augured them into the ground like the freaking lawn darts that <laughs> yes. they were. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. They must have destroyed hundreds oh, of them. Dude, every time I watch Chips, I see all the rare muscle that's just like launching over K-rails on the freeway and tumbling. And right. I'm, you know, like, I don't know, Cobra Jet 429s like, being ripped from their motor mounts and f- being flung down a new on-ramp. Oh, it's so sad. It's Have so you sad. seen um, Jamie Smith? So, like, for the the people that do like Dukes of Hazard, who are still go, doing events and jumping cars, Jamie Smith. So he's the the guy, the Hollywood stunt guy that can ski a car. He lays it up on two wheels on the right side. Yeah, he is a huge Dukes fanatic as well. And what he figured out is a Crown Vic is just about the right proportion of a Charger, and he's reskinning Crown Vics as Chargers and jumping them. What? That's kind of cool. Okay, really cool. I, I I dig it, and uh, maybe we'll do that with my F one hundred if it ever starts running because it has a Crown Vic front you end. Are, on are it. you you're gonna jump your truck? I don't know. Why not? No, you are not. <laughs> you're gonna, <laughs> not you're after all that no, work. You're gonna wipe it down with baby uh, uh, baby oil. Wipe my truck down in baby oil. I was gonna, say, I was gonna <laughs> say like uh, uh, a slick, a slick <laughs> of baby oil. <laughs> Oh, all right, Rob. We're sorry uh, for this, and we hope uh, we hope your audience comes over and listens, and then doesn't think less of you. They're not now. No, not no, after no. this. Oh, hey, those guys. We went, we went south real quick. Why did they rub the trucks in baby oil? <laughs> I don't know. I was gonna say like a like carnauba like wax, a baby's bonnet, but that didn't make sense. A diaper. I was thinking, no, like I, a, I have a, a baby at home, towel. and I've never rubbed your butt on any like kind a of car. Di- like a diaper, a diaper just, cloth. Yeah, that's what I was going for, and it just it failed. <laughs> Maybe a nice microfiber towel. Yeah, That's what microfiber like towel. That, that would have been better. I would love to know what it's like to record uh, together in a studio. Okay, uh, here's I, the deal. If you're out in Los Angeles, hit me up. We'll let you know uh, when we're recording, and you come down and hang out with us in the studio for we a We got show. four mics in here. Yeah, we have four. That would be awesome. We only use two at a time because people just don't like us that much. <laughs> and I do listen to your show, and I do like it. You get, you guys uh, – you. you you play very well together. This oh. is a this is a hit. Very our, nice. Our parents would disagree, but thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rob KB, thank you for checking in with us. We do appreciate your time, homie. All right, I appreciate you both. Have oh, a good you day. Got it. All, All right, right, buddy. Talk to you. Talk soon. to you later. Bye. Bye. Okay, I hit maximum suckage right there, and you started to touch <laughs> we just on it. Lost a bit. ourselves. I don't know what happened. Rob uh, does not like us I anymore. I feel like He's we can kind. we can redeem ourselves with this. Oh come on and be part of the show. Call the five star. It's the five star hotline. Hotline. What the heck? Oh, I knew what this is. (laughs) Oh, let me listen. 
<laughs> La Trim and La Tigra yeah. doing that. The cars that go boom there. Yeah, right, very uh, nice. Very that nice. nice. That was a callback for when we were talking about mini trucks in the uh, late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, so that was kind of the uh, the staple song as you were booming. Oh yeah, with your whole bed full of eighteens. <laughs> oh no! Another one. <laughs> Another one. I don't know. Listen to the bass, though. No, dude, yeah. Blowing that microphone out. I don't know what it is. What's coming back to me, I'm in a fog, is the sound systems in the mini trucks. <laughs> he is just digging yeah, on the old right. uh, Happy Friday. Yeah, uh, late uh, '80s and early '90s yeah, hip hop like stuff. All right. And so, do you remember though? Uh, the the trucks would have at least then on the West Coast. They'd have a you know the whole bed the full scissor, of like, like the scissor lift under the bed. Right? The whole thing, yeah. right? But they would like either either tens, twelves, yeah. or if you had money, fifteens or eighteens yeah. in the back and a walk through. But in the front, you'd have sixteen by nines or something. But if yeah. you really had cash, you had horns. You had long horns, and you'd ma- mount the horns under your dash, facing you, and they were bleedingly loud. Oh yeah! So when you had that, is this why you can't hear anymore? What? Yeah, exactly. If I should, I should take a a picture and post it up on Truck Show Podcast of our microphones, so you you should do that because no one will believe it. All right. So how much? How much louder? Are you really shooting our headphone control right now? All right. So he's it's got his iPhone out, and he is shooting. Our headphone volume controls, and so mine is on nine, and yours is on three. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, my hearing definitely better than yours. Yeah. Hey, Lightning Holman, Fitz, Brett, New Mexico. You may have California pompousness, but you must not have Dr Pepper in a glass bottle, made with real sugar, because that goes straight to the top of your Dr Pepper hierarchy. And a little history for you: the Dublin plant used to get it with pure cane sugar. So keep on keeping on and five stars. <laughs> five stars! And keep on keeping on. <laughs> totally right. Uh, I didn't even, because they're so hard to find, I didn't even think of Dr. Pepper in a glass bottle. Um, I will say it does go to the top of the Dr. Pepper hierarchy as uh, as we discussed in the last episode or, or two ago. I think all of the episodes we've talked <laughs> about Dr. Pepper, <laughs> yeah. right? But we had the hierarchy of which Dr. Pepper is better. And at the top of my list was crushed ice from a soda fountain. Sure. And at the bottom of the list was a plastic bottle. And I didn't even think of the glass bottles, but he's right. I have had Dublin Dr. Pepper in a glass bottle. In fact, where'd you get it? Uh, you get them in Texas. So I have friends who will ship me some. You can get it online at Amazon. Mm. Um, I believe uh, even at the uh, the Waco Dr. Pepper Museum, you can get the uh, the Dublin Dr. Pepper. I'm getting thirsty just talking about Hold it. Hold on. I actually have Dr. Pepper. Bet it ain't with cane sugar. No, but it's a cold can. That's... No, it's empty. Oh, I'm out. I'm out. Oh, this is the end of the show. Uh-oh. We want your message, 657-205-6105. Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Hotline. I think it's time for Inbox. You cool with that? Oh, yeah. We got a lot of emails. You email? Yeah. I email. Do it. We email. That's right. Everybody email. Type it up. You email. Proofread. I email. Send it. We email. Click it. Everybody email. Who's going first? Oh, I don't know. Why did you go first? We're just going to leave it. Let the dance party roll on. I'm not, I'm not dan- done dancing. We're going to get a disco ball in here? How cool um, would that be? Not cool at all. 
Why you is that not? Wait, 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 wait. Why is the disco ball not cool? Because we need air conditioning first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> True story. <laughs> yeah, we do. All right, this one's from Mike, and it's titled, Need More Episodes. Hey, guys, you're doing an awesome job, and it sucks only having one new episode per week. Can you quit your day jobs yet? Uh, well, uh, I mean, we wish. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. just kidding. Uh, P.S. I doubt that you have any left over, but I'm waiting for my T-shirt. Uh, when I emailed you during the episode four, you said you would send me one. Of course, well, we he should have gotten that. one for sure because we sent episode four. Oh, yeah, we did. Ago. We did do that. Yeah. So anyway, he's mailing back. He's he just wants wants a shirt. So it's weird that you didn't get one. Um, I actually did highlight your name and address there, uh, Mike. And I'm going to send one. I actually started boxing these things up. And I know I've said that on the last 20 episodes. <laughs> but we are doing this. Yep. And We're both in town this week. This has been the first week in a while where we have both been in town. Shirts are finally going out. All right. Uh, I've got one here from uh, Chris Whipple. Says, uh, And this is in regards to us talking about the walking around money account. You know, basically your Wham account for, uh, you know, spending things on truck parts. Well, Or is that your PayPal account that your wife doesn't know about? Uh, he says, hey guys, just real quick. I'm listening to episode 63 and you're... On with the comments, you're talking about the PayPal accounts. Thought you might enjoy what I call my account. It's the Spank the Monkey account. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Wait, what? Love all this content. Thanks, Chris. So that's for adult content? I think it's for truck stuff. I just think that's what excites him. Why did he call Spank the Monkey? You will have to talk to him about that. <laughs> I think you need to reply. <laughs> this one is from RB. His subject line is, no, it does not Trump mountering key engine parameters. Sorry, Jay, but there's no way the new five stars quote from Emmy is better than the tried and true mountering key engine parameters. Huh. So he's saying that this five star review, five stars, is not better than this. You're really overplaying that latest quote from Emmy once per show. It's just crazy. You got to chill. More than that is just plain annoying. This coming from a guy who loves the TSP jingles. Said one guy ever. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, buddy is good. Yeah, buddy. And can be appropriately applied at obnoxious points in any part of the podcast. But Emmy's five stars was cute in that. It was guttural, unexpected, and therefore funny once. But it's not even in the same league as mountain key engine parameters. Monitor key engine parameters. So not wanting to be a jerk, but you actively solicit feedback. So there's mine. Other than that, great podcast, Ray. Oh, we've got one from Mark here. That's also some feedback. Oh, Should I be concerned? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. This one's a, it's, it, well. He's a little harsh on us, but he's uh, rightfully so. Okay. We uh, we we aren't professionals like Rob Kibbe is. Mm. Uh, he says, "Hey guys, I really enjoy the podcast. I've been listening since almost the beginning. Y'all bring in some really great guests. You both provide good insight on the topic, and seem to genuinely have fun. I don't even hate the jingles anymore." Okay. All right. Well, we're, we're off to a good start here. <laughs> okay. Now for a bit of constructive criticism. Your interview style could use some polish. Yeah, well, we've admitted that on several episodes. Mm. In the excitement, you both tend to talk over or otherwise interrupt each other and your guests. Mm, no, I'm not aware of that at all. <laughs> Except for a lot. Uh, I often find myself screaming, shut up and let him or her finish. Please, please try to pace yourselves and let the conversation flow more naturally. I really do want to hear what everyone has to say, but it can get to the point of nails on chalkboard. Side note, as the owner of a 73 Bronco and a 2013 F-150 plus the wife's Odyssey, I'm trying really hard not to get too excited about the 22X Bronco 2021. I realize there are some embargoes. Embargoes. But can you tell me if the wait will be worth it? 
I sure can't. And, uh, <laughs> no, thanks he's not again. going to. I've asked and asked and asked, and Holman is not going to say. Uh, nope, I don't need to be in any legal trouble just uh, for letting you know. Uh, but I will say that... Um, well, anyway, we'll finish the email. <laughs> says, uh, thanks for keep boundaring those key engine parameters. And that's Mark from Austin, Texas. And Mark, thank you for uh, keeping us honest and, you know, sending us some constructive criticism. We know that we aren't, uh, I don't know, let's face it, we're not the, uh, we're not professional. Oh, wait, Here's the you're thing. a professional Here's radio the guy. Thing, is that we are now officially 67 episodes in. So are we professional then? Episode 67. Yeah, so... We know that we have a tendency to be excited and jump on the guests. And we apologize, and we're going to try to do better. That's all I can say. We are deeply sorry. We're sorry. We are. Very sorry. We're sorry. Yeah. We are sorry. This one from Luke. He says, my favorite soundbite is embargo. Embargo. So I'd like to start off by saying... Put your hand up. Five Five stars! stars! I know, you didn't see that one coming. When I started as a delivery driver, I was searching for an automotive podcast to listen to, and you guys are at the pinnacle of just that. Moreover, who actually writes moreover? Moreover. Is it making like a letter to their boss? Uh, Is it like um, uh, repertoire? Uh, It is. (laughs) Moreover, a great example for podcasts of all types, always focused on what I'm here for. Amazing guests. Plenty of inside jokes and so much more. Yes, including the jingles. Truly five stars. Great job, guys. I hope Nissan continues re-upping their sponsorship as I want the episodes to keep coming for years. Now, a couple of questions. Number one, how's the Mini treating you, Lightning? Getting any good gas mileage? Just like a Prius. <laughs> All jokes aside, I'm a little jealous. I always wanted a go-kart. Yeah, uh, yes, I'm enjoying it. It is a go-kart. It's fun. I need a truck is the bottom line. Number two. Having had my life saved by Ford's trailer sway assist feature coming on during an uncontrollable misloaded trailer induced sway, when are we finally going to get a towing episode? Unless I just haven't found it yet, I'm eagerly awaiting one. So it's coming. We hope to give those pointers on how to tow safer. In fact, when I was on my way out to the desert this week, there was a Super Duty with a double axle trailer behind it that was across five lanes of the uh, 91 freeway. (gasps) And the trailer was on its side, and the Super Duty was all smashed down the side, and then pieces of what was on the trailer all over the freeway. And clearly what happened is that person had gotten into that trailer sway situation. Okay. So while we're on the topic, the way to get out of that is hopefully you are properly loaded, number one. So You you and I are always properly loaded. (laughs) All right, so getting back to the trailer, the first step is to make sure that you don't load more than 40% of your weight behind the rear axle. So people that are putting all that weight behind the rear axle of a trailer, that's why you get into that trailer Because sway. it's picking up the rear end of the truck? No, because you've lightened up the tongue weight. Right. And so the weight of the trailer is behind, basically, the pivot point of the axles. Right. And so all the, it's act, it acts as leverage, like oh, off a fulcrum. okay, okay. And so a little thing can turn into a big thing. So that's the first thing, is load your trailer right, understand tongue weight, Anti-sway bars are, are great for a trailer, um, you know, $300 whatever investment instead of wrecking your truck and trailer in the middle of the 91 freeway here in California. Also, if you find yourself in that situation, pin it, accelerate out of it, and use your trailer brake controller to brake the trailer to bring it back in line. Now, the trucks that have trailer sway control are great, but not all trucks have that. So you want to make sure that you can get the trailer under control, and that's how you can do it. Now, it gets tricky if you're downhill and 
waiting, and there's a whole bunch of different, you know, the way it's loaded, there's a whole bunch of different scenarios. But the very basic is use that manual trailer brake controller separate of the service brakes so that you can pull that trailer ahead and then keep it in line. So do not hit the brakes. Do on not your hit truck. the brakes. Don't, it, don't it, panic because that will right. make it worse and that can make the trailer swap. But you said first thing is nail the throttle. Yeah, you want to pull out of it if you if you have the headroom. Hopefully, you're not going 80 miles an hour downhill already because that's bad. But trailer brake controller is one of the reasons you can manually activate them separate of the service brakes is for trailer sway situations. That is what that's for. That's one of one of the reasons. Okay. I learned something just now. Good. I, I thought it, it was just for testing. I hope it saves your life. All right. I've got a couple here from our friend RJ Evans. Uh, first off is on the J6, which was the... Uh, Mopar concept of the regular cab Gladiator, right? He says, "Don't build it. There's no market. Price will be huge." I, I mean, he, but he's wrong. I mean, price uh, will be huge, and there might be a market. Uh, I think there's a market. I, it's one of those ones where, like, mm, is it a big market? No, probably I don't not. Know. Don't know. Um, and then he also says here in another email. No, is that is is he the troll that we were talking about earlier? No, 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 oh, no, he's not. No, no, no. he's uh, he's awesome. Yeah, he's cool. Okay, yeah, I uh, I know him. He's a good dude. Okay. Um, he said this other one. We were talking about the diesel pumps being green. He sent us oh, a yeah, picture. The, the, the handles. Yeah, the handles. from a British Petroleum, a BP service station. He says, all green pumps, regular gas. Being an avid diesel guy, green never means diesel, mostly black. Okay. So, again, this is me with limited knowledge of just the Western states. All the ones that I'm aware of in the Western states are green. I, I don't know why I know. Why are they? I just figured it was a universal. <laughs> I don't know. I, that's me. It's California, Arizona. Are there exceptions to the rule? Maybe, but I haven't found that gas station yet. Oh, they're all green. When I, I can see them a mile away, I go, as I'm driving by, I go, do they have diesel? I don't see a green handle. Keep going. But that's not where you look. What do you mean? That's not- You look on the sign that has the prices. Dude, there's always a shrub in front of it. <laughs> I'm telling well, you, there's a, they always freaking it's some overgrown hedge that I can't see. Whatever. I just, yeah, you're, if prob- I don't you're see probably handles, right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, uh, that was a pretty good show. I think on that note, maybe we should uh, wrap this bad boy up. I'm fine with that. I'm not fine with that, but uh, I've got things to do, like unpack and see my family. All right. We want your email. Truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. The Truck Show. The Truck Show. The Truck Show. Oh, oh. And a big shout to Nissan. Check out the new Frontier of the Titan XD. Or just the Titan. And we want you to buy the truck because it has the best warranty in the business. Five-year, 100,000 miles. And it's a badass truck. And there's a blue one sitting right outside the Motor Trend office that I'm going to borrow. Can I please? Uh, I don't have the uh, contract on that one or the keys, so we'll have to figure out who got that. <laughs> we'll just call our friends over at Nissan. We'll get you into a truck. I've been saying this for months. Yeah, but I forget. So you have to like email me. That's yeah. how I remember things. It's All like right. my checklist. Also, don't forget our friends over at deck, deck.com. Com for all your cargo and storage. <laughs> so, what did you have? You had a rough time with .com right there. No, because I was thinking Decked USA, which oh. is their Instagram handle. Oh yeah, no, it's definitely but Decked.com. It's, but it's deck.com. Right. Yeah. So so it's like our Twitter truck podcast. <laughs> you know, versus but we don't want you to. We, we told you this. We I, I don't know. say that because we don't want them going to well, Twitter. That's the Decked USA versus the Decked, and I want to send them to the right site so that Decked gets all the business, and you guys don't have like. Reciprocating listen, saws listen. It's, and, it's, and chains and bowling balls rolling around in the back of your truck bed. It's Nissan.com, right? No, it's not. So, damn it. It's <laughs> Nissan USA? Yes, it is. Oh, wait a minute. So then it's Deck.com and then Nissan USA. But it's Deck USA on Instagram. Oh, my Lord. This is crazy. So, wait. 
but if they go to Nissan, they Google Nissan, it knows that they're Googling, it's, they're, you know, they're from the U.S. and it's going to pull up automatically. Just Google Nissan Titan build in price and you right. can find out how to option and uh, how expensive your new Titan will be. We're just bad at this. I mean, the suckage meter is just absolutely in the red today. 67. I think it's because we've both been away from this place for so long. Dear Lord. Uh, anyway, hey, in case you want to uh, follow us on Instagram or Twitter, at Truck Show Podcast, we love your feedback. We love interacting with everybody. And uh, don't forget, the five-star hotline, 657-205-6105. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Yes, please. I cannot believe it's episode 67. You morons. <laughs> <laughs>